Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey everyone, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 5 of Pero Let Me Tell You. So I am here, as we mentioned, with photographers, authors, filmmakers, and I'm sitting across from them. I'm just going to say snazzy ass dressers because I love every single thing they have on from their, from the kerchief down to the shoes to the pins. Like, honestly, I am, I'm going to say like the kids say for it, like I am living for the, for the look that's going on here. I am here with Alexis Rodriguez Duarte and Tico Torres. Thank you both for joining me today. Thank well, you thank you. Us. Thank you for having us. This is kind of thank great you very much. to be here. We've this heard so much about your podcast, <laughs> and then it's like all oh, good. I okay. hope. I, I hope because I mean the good. Right, all okay. good. It's all good. good. Awesome. Good. Awesome. Absolutely. So thank you guys for for joining me. It, it's one of those things where it's very interesting to me because I, I have to confess, you know, didn't necessarily know you by name, but once we started, you know, going back and forth, and I, I the more of your work I saw, I was like. Oh, I know that picture. Oh, I know that photograph. Oh, I know that photograph. Oh, I know that photograph. And it's like, oh, I just didn't know your names, but I knew who y'all were. I guess, you know, as, as artists, as photographers, you know, you're, I know you're both from Cuba, right? Um, you both came on the Freedom Flights. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, correct. so Freedom Flights here to Miami. One of you, Little Havana. That's Alexis. La Pequeña Havana. La Pequeña Havana. As, as it used to be called before it got cool and fun. You know, now it's <laughs> Little Havana. But, but now white people found it. Um, and so, and you, Tico, were? 
the progressive city of Hialeah. Yes, that's you. Yes, stole the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely changed a lot. Uh, I, I grew up in Hialeah. I went to Hialeah Junior and Hialeah High. I worked at Hialeah Hospital, so I'm about as Hialeah as you can get. But, um, it, it was, you know, and I'm sure it still is. I don't know, but at least when I was growing up, you could play on the street in the streets mm -hmm. and sunset, right. and you'd eat dinner, and uh, it was cool. I. I no complaints about Hialeah. No complaints. No complaints at all. Well, I don't know. I got some complaints now. But that's, that's <laughs> as a Westchester boy, we're a little snooty when it comes to Hialeah, I have to say. What, what I do know is that you can find some really great sale stuff, you know, like at the supermarkets in Hialeah. Oh, no, tú encuentras de todo en Hialeah. Pero Hialeah for years and years, because when we started out, we would actually, for locations, we would go scouting for these great locations in Hialeah. And really? We would take yes. models or, you know, whatever, and use those locations. Like once we used for, I think it was, I don't know if it was British Vogue or one of these magazines, uh, we did uno de hoteles in Okeechobee. Like those no-tell motels? Yeah, yeah no-tell motels. The one that, well, the first one, cuando baja en la rampa, cuando llegas ahí, with neon lights, and we shot there. So we've seen Hialeah sort of change and adapt to different generations of Cubans that arrived. Right, we went, we started here in Miami. Right. Mm -hmm. So for about four years when we started our careers, we, we were starting, we started uh, doing tests with models and mm -hmm. uh, we did these two guys, we photographed these two guys, Evo and Bobby, in the Hialeah factory area. They turned that into a poster, uh, Athena International, it was a poster, it was, yeah, yeah but it's we really cool. When London. we lived in London, because we went to London, <laughs> After Hialeah, after, after Miami. After Hialeah, you go to London. I mean, clearly, yeah. that's the progression. <laughs> well, we got our first house. And I'm not even going to say the date, but we no, no, lived in no that need. house for three years. This was then, like five years ago. Yeah, I don't need yeah, to know yeah, otherwise. Yeah. And then we, we moved to England, to London, two years. Uh -huh. That is awesome. Okay, yeah. I'm loving the fact that you guys have taken Hialeah to the world. Uh -huh. Like, that's... Well, well, that, that, that no, is so the, not only that, hold on one second. We've actually, because... Tipo is a stylist, a fashion stylist. Yeah. Uh, he would deal with a lot of these stylists and designers, you know, were coming to Miami or mm -hmm. whatever, and he would tell them, Bete at red, white, and blue, and Hialeah, the thrift shop, mm -hmm. and you'll find stuff. So we actually had Mark Jacob in one of his trips down here, went to one of those red, white, and blue, you know, the thrift shop area. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if they yeah. still yeah. exist. In Flamingo Plaza. Flamingo yeah. Plaza. Yeah. No sé, so, we haven't been for a while. So basically you had Mark Jacobs ahí revocando sí, por un Salvation yes, Army. Yes, 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 yes. I love this image in my yes. head that I have of <laughs> no, Mark no, Jacobs like, like just well, rummaging through shit. Like, red, white, and blue. So... I mean, obviously, you know, you you y'all have been taking pictures for for a while, and I'm sitting here. Thank you again for for this beautiful uh, book, this this present. It's the book called Presenting. Why did I say presenting? Like I just learned English yesterday. Presenting. Presenting. Like, presenting. Like I grew up in this country. Um, presenting Celia Cruz, which of course has one of the most iconic pictures I think of Celia ever, which is where she's wearing that like lime yellow, you know, guarachera dress, and with her arms wide open, just welcoming the world, I mean, re realistically speaking, um, and I can't wait to dive into this. <laughs> you know, I, I read that, um, Alexis, you got your first camera at the age of 10. Yes, correct. Um, from your grandfather. And mm -hmm. so obviously your passion for, for photography, you know, it, it, it started at a young age. Did he just show up and he's just like, here's a camera, go take pictures? Well, or, no, or did well, you ask so, for the camera? Or? No, this is how the story goes. When I left Cuba, uh, because I, I, I was born in, in, in Cuba, Havana, Marianao, mm -hmm. and I left there when I was like seven years old, and we arrived in, uh, uh, what do you call this, Puerto Rico. 
and I kind of like was there because my grandparents had gone from Cuba to Brazil, from Brazil to oh, wow. Puerto Rico, like in the early 60s. So, ellos lo, lo ¿cómo es? Lo, lo, lo hicieron lo el... reclamaron. Reclamamos. Mm -hmm. Entonces, ahí fue donde llegamos. So, one day, my grandfather uh, comes to the house and he says, eh, Oye, Pepito, whatever his name was, you know, me tiene una cámara ahí que él no la quiere y no sé. Y yo le digo, abuelo, yo la quiero. Y dice, ah, bueno, déjame ver si lo veo mañana. Um, no me acuerdo sinceramente cómo se llamaba el señor. We're Miami. Pepito's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. His name was probably, like probably José. Fulanito. Yeah, yeah. Or Luis. Or ah, Fulanito. Fulano. El carnicero. El mecánico. Fulano is the perfect. Fulano. Fulano, clearly. So that's how, and then he said, you know, he gave me the camera. I started, you know, jugando con ella. With, uh, you know, and eventually I had this um, uncle of mine that lived in, in New York, as a matter of fact, of all places. And he was like a professional. Photographer, I would call him and say, Hey, you know, I told him the whole story, and he would tell me what to do classes over the phone, or he would come down here. Wow, and then little by little, yo estaba retratando la familia, todos los outings, going to I don't know, all the places, you know, the Keys, the Everglades, and that's how it started. And when I got to junior high, then that's when I became like. You know, like a, you became serious about serious it. Like it was, it. it was a real hobby. I was, like, I was the yearbook photographer. Oh well, for, listen, <laughs> listen. My co-host was the yearbook editor our senior year. So oh, where, where, of uh, Southwest, Southwest Miami High. I, Southwest Miami Southwest, High. Yes, my friend. Yes. Yeah. It, for me, it was like amazing that I was able to start doing these pictures and going into you know photographing you know anything from you know football games. I didn't do actually not too much football games now. I didn't like that. I, I actually liked dealing more with, with like people and stuff like that. So it was like the like the, um, uh, like the hey, like the oh my god, what's the word for it? like the spontaneous I, pictures and no, no, things like, like that. No, like you know um, the janitor. I wanted to oh. see the janitor. I wanted to see the you know the la secretaria. And, okay. You know, I started photographing that as part of you know this project for the yearbook because uh, again, I, I I still to this day I think it's the whole thing of documentation and giving you know. Uh, those who have come before us, mm -hmm. that legacy to give them honor that, you know, thank you very much for doing right. these things for the community. So I, I kind of want to shift a little bit because before we get before we get into like, you know, the, the next phase, right, the photography phase. So at this time, while well, he's, you know, he's the yearbook editor, picture, he's the photographer at the yearbook, you know, what's what's Tico up to over in Hialeah? Because you became a stylist, you, you are a yeah. stylist. Yes. That is your... I when I graduated from Hialeah High, okay. and then I went to Miami-Dade, also okay. north, and which is was Hialeah High School senior part two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the at way that time, so it was great. And I was there, and I studied history of fashion. I took a, a few okay. fashion courses there. And that was just always uh, something like you always just had that eye, like g growing up. Because is that something that just um, did, yeah, it, did it evolve well, from something I else? Don't know, I guess, or? but I kind of fell into it with him even more after we okay. met and we moved in together, and uh, he started taking pictures. And but you were going to the thrift shop, you know, when oh you yeah, were like in course. high school, and That's then, and, and, then yeah. and you're going okay, shopping so at Sayas, you know? Hello. Yeah, well, because <laughs> no, so, uh, Israel, Israel, <laughs> get it right, Israel fashions, and, and yeah, and then of course, you know, there was Salvation and, and uh, Uncle Charlie's and all these really oh my great God, clothes. La that uh, well, even before that one, there was an Uncle Charlie's downtown. Okay. Across from Miami Dade College. Yes, that was the first Uncle Charlie's, which was actually really cool. And then Uncle Charlie's in Coral Gables, which is where mm -hmm. we met. 
Oh, we okay. We met at that Uncle Charlie's on Bird Road, where the collection is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then after Miami-Dade, uh, we, we met or whatever, and he started taking pictures. And then I went ahead and started helping him take with the pictures and, and dressing, and the, dressing models. the models. And I would do the okay. men's grooming, and I, I've even done women's makeup and things like that. So I've done a little of everything, production, locations, model Casting. scouting, castings. Wow. I've done everything, yeah. I mean, you've done shoots for Vanity Fair, Harper's Bazaar, Vogue, Elle, <laughs> New York Times, People. I mean, I don't know, maybe some newspaper in La Ocho for all I know. <laughs> like, you guys have done a lot. And you photographed a, an incredible, like, just, I mean, Carolina Herrera, you know, Andy Garcia. I mean, like, the list goes on and on and on. But I do want to, of course, talk about, <laughs> you know, the British have Queen Elizabeth, we, we have, have Celia Cruz. Absolutely. We have Celia Cruz. We have, yes. you know, we, 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 yes, Gloria Stefan is the queen of Miami. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. But she inherited from Celia Cruz. I mean, how did this book come about? I mean, so feel, this feel free to take as long as you want with the story because anytime somebody has a Celia Cruz story, I'm like, <laughs> I'm in. So, okay. Well, there's two stories to that. There is the book, you know, like how the book came about mm -hmm. and how we met Celia. Very quickly, the book came about because we have an art director, creative director, that was working on a, on our, a monograph of our work and dealing with nudes, male nudes, for this book that he was putting together for us. And as he was going, actually, he's the author of uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, okay. Kevin Kwan. Kevin oh, Kevin Kwan. Kevin yeah. Kwan, yeah. who's a very he's dear a friend. friend. He's, yeah. you know, he's, he's amazing. We love him. We love him. Love him. And he was going through the archives and looking at, and then suddenly he comes across Celia's file, and he's like, "Is this Celia Cruz, <laughs> the Cuban singer?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." Why? You have so much material uh, because oh. we photographed Celia for over 12 years. Oh wow! So we had a lot of material, right, whether right. it was at Radio City or mm -hmm. Fairchild Tropical Garden, where the cover was shot. Yeah. So it was a lot of material, and he's like, "Well, no, I think we need to do a book on Celia," and mm -hmm. that's how it's. That's how that's the how book the idea book. came about. So yes. we go back a little bit. Well, thank more. you, Kevin. <laughs> thank you, that's, Kevin. That's, that's, that's the takeaway of that whole thing is that yeah. thank you, Kevin. You've given us presenting Celia Cruz and Crazy Rich Asians, okay? <laughs> Two seminal works that we should forever be indebted to, okay? So this is how the story goes. After we left Miami, we decided uh, uh, to go to London. Right. Uh, because of another colleague of ours, uh, the photographer Bruce Werber, which we worked a lot. And he said, oh, Alexis and Tico. And then we already have done a lot of stuff here in Miami. We had, you know, the local magazines. We, Bird oh, Hines. my God, Birdines. Birdines, oh, South yeah. South Florida Magazine. South Florida Magazine, Miami, Miami Mensual. Uh, but anyway, this is way back then. So he's like, maybe you should go to London now. I'm like, London? <laughs> Listen, as we said, the progression is Hialeah, London. That's you, you. You go from Hialeah to Islington. That is the natural progression. Oh, oh, okay. No, no, uh, excuse me. It wasn't. No, we were. It was Earl's Court. Earl's oh well. Okay. I'm, oh well. We were just a pardon. Few, just a few blocks away from Sloan Square. Okay. okay. All, right, all right. Even yeah. more of a natural progression, nice really. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Queen lives. Pero pasamos un trabajo. Really? Oh my God. Baked beans. Well, and, pérate, oh, pérate. sorry. Lo que pasó fue. Que da la casualidad. We can do Spanish and English. No? Oh my God. Hello. The name of the show is Pero. Let me tell you. Ah, of bueno, course. Okay, <laughs> pero, oye, pero let me tell you. Let me just tell you this. 
eh, da la casualidad que uno de los productores de Bruce se llama mm -hmm. Chris Lawrence. Mm -hmm. And we, we're still friends with Chris. And mm -hmm. we're talking about 1988. Bruce, Bruce Weber came down to Miami to do a Calvin Klein obsession campaign yeah. and jeans campaign. And we got involved in that as production assistants. And it was one of the best educations that we could I have ever imagine. had because we were working with the top people in the industry. Sí, sí, sí. O sea, the best uh, hairstylist, the best stylist, the best makeup artist, and Bruce Weber. So yeah, really. it was an, an amazing experience. the British photographer. Bueno, sí, oh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pero oh. el señor que estaba de productor en, en este shoot de Calvin, mm -hmm. which by the way, we, went through every single rooftop on Ocean Drive. There were only two hotels open on Ocean Drive, El Cardoso and the Waldorf Towers. And wow. he wanted a tower on top of a hotel, you know, really fabulous. Sí, que, this is not New York. It's right. Yeah. And we went hotel que estaban la mayoría muchos estaban cerrados o eran you know they were bueno, it was 88 yeah yeah exactly you're right it was like the cusp of the of the mm -hmm. art deco re yes, you know, exactly. renaissance yeah so we went rooftop by rooftop and we found the rooftop of the breakwater mm -hmm. and we showed him the polaroids he's like i love this hmm. And we had it painted white, con un pintor que era de Hialeah. De Hialeah, we went, <laughs> we went to Hialeah. We yes. Well, yeah. where yes. else are you going to find yeah. un pintor yeah. bueno, we bonito y barato? Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we went to Hialeah many times to look for painters oh and all kinds God. of... <laughs> de todo. Yes, yes, yes. Y That's another story. Se pintó de blanco esa torre en el breakwater, and that became the Calvin Klein Obsession campaign. Okay, wow. I, I digress okay. here. So, so Chris, Chris was one of his producers that we were assisting, and... Okay he got wind of the thing about London and about fast forward like a year or so, Mahomeno, Chris Lawrence calls from England. Mm -hmm. He lives in England and right. Kent. And he said, you know, I have this travel agency called the best of Morocco and I, I need a photographer to do a catalog for me and go around the country with me and, and shoot all, all, you know, the hotels that we cater to. Oh, and I'll, I'll, I'll pay you to come over, I'll pay you for the job, and then you can go to London. And mind you, at that time, we had already purchased our house. We had a house here. He calls, he's in London for a little bit over a month, a month and a half. I mean, I still have the Polaroids and everything from his bed and breakfast. <laughs> y me dice, okay, bueno, Vende la casa, get rid of the house, get rid of one of the cars, give Coco, our little Pomeranian, to your parents or my parents, and you get over here. Y así fue. Oh That's my God. In a month's time, I did it. And I moved, I went over there. Lo primero que me hizo fue una, una copa de té. Que I was like, ¿desde cuándo nosotros no tienes un cafecito cubano con espumita? No, no. No tienes la llave. No tienes la llave. And I'm like, okay, bueno, pues entonces. And then, of course, we got addicted to English tea. Uh, and uh, so It has more caffeine sometimes than coffee. Does. Let me tell you something. Does. Yes, it does. And, yeah. and so that's how the whole that's London a, escapade started. And the reason we bring London, which is so important, is because nadie nos iba a decir que nosotros cuando estemos viviendo en Londres íbamos a conocer a Celia. So you got to know Celia in while London, in London? While See. we were living okay. there. Never in a million okay. years would I have thought that's okay. where the story was going. That's why London was, it's pivotal <laughs> with Celia. As we ate bread and mayonnaise, they were <laughs> oh, yeah, no, for this days is, on end. Bread and mayonnaise on toast. Beans no, on toast. Beans on toast. Beans on toast. Beans on right? toast with a little bit of butter and 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 bread and mayonnaise, and we would put what they call crisps, which is it, potato chips, chips yep, yep. 
inside so it would be crunchy. Para darle algo crujiente. Algo crujiente. I love that word, by the way. <laughs> it's it's, it sounds like what it is. Y, y like, lo, <laughs> los españoles dicen cru, crujiente. Crujiente. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I, I don't know. I just But anyway, uh, so yeah. one day I've gone to Vogue magazine for an interview and then, you know, you know, came out like, como se dice vulgarmente, como el... Eh, eh, Should I say it? El moco caído. El moco caído. Oh, that's <laughs> not vulgarmente. <laughs> I thought it was going to get worse than that. And we're, com <laughs> we're coming out of the underground escalator. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas, absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And then we see a poster. Una, una valla que decía, Celia Cruz at the Palais. And the Palais era un lugar de... Hammersmith Palais. Hammersmith Palais. Okay. De música, un concierto. And we were like, wow, Celia aquí en Londres. Oh my God, wasn't that amazing to meet her? <laughs> And little did you know. Y empezó con his, like, uh, let me call, empezó a llamar a different hotels, believe it or not. But I don't know why we knew that she would stay at a Hilton. I don't know, or, I don't know. I don't know. Y know. empezó a llamar los Hiltons. Y efectivamente... Know. Llamó a uno and said, can I speak to Celia Cruz? Oh, yes, one minute, please. <laughs> Te lo juro. Uh, we couldn't make this step up. No, no, we no, can't no, make this step up. That's how we, how we met her. That's, you know? crazy. that's, that's how crazy. So you cold called Celia Cruz? We cold you cold called Celia Cruz? Absolutely. Go ahead. She picked up. No. No, no. Oh, oh. Pedro. 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 El caballero. El caballero. El caballero. The knight. Yes. The night picked up the phone. Sí, dígame. Sí, mira, mi nombre es Alexi y mi amigo Tico, nosotros somos unos cubanos americanos de Miami, fotógrafos y queríamos conocer a Celia. Ah, sí, espérate un momentico. Sí, dígame. <laughs> oh my God. It. That was I it. might start crying. That story is so, <laughs> like, <laughs> just beautiful. Oh. She invited us. La, mañana tengo una, una rueda de prensa. Mm -hmm. Y viene la prensa británica y me van a entrevistar. Y cuando ellos terminen, ustedes se pueden quedar. Y entonces nosotros, you know, well, I guess we can hang out. Right, 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 right. Y the next day we went to the hotel and we were there for the all the interviews. And then we went up to their suite in, in the room and we're like, oh my God, nosotros estamos aquí con Pedro y Celia. This is like, what? Who would have ever said oh my God. that? Like, you know, two kids from Miami en el medio de Londres. Hanging out with is como extrañados a Miami, sí. imagínate. Porque eso sí, ella fue lo que nos regresó a nuestras raíces. She sí. like pulled us back. Really? Because as growing up, we always wanted to, you know, la cultura esa, la cultura de nosotros, you know, it was, I don't know, it was, 
We didn't delve too much. We listened more to American music than we would to Cuban. But that was the time. That was the time. We we had to be Americanito. Yeah, we we still hadn't gone through that whole like Cuba nostalgia. You know, it's cool, like you know, to smoke a cigar Mm -hmm. type of era. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, what's so amazing is that. As we were, well, you want to tell the story? Maybe you're good at it. In the room? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> about what happened. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if somebody <laughs> telling because it sounds like oh. it's going to be great. Um, okay, so then, se va la prensa, and we're there in the room with her and, and Pedro, and, and we're having tea, and, and believe it or not, crumpets. <laughs> it's what one has with a queen. That's, well, ahí es donde vamos. Entonces, lo que tenemos que decir aquí es que estos dos cubanitos... We did not have lunch with the Queen of England, but we definitely had tea with the Queen. If I had to pick Our between queen. the two, I'm going to I'm going to tell she's you Celia. She's a lot more fun. Celia over Lizzie yeah. any day. Forget it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, si fue como empezó la amistad con nosotros con Celia. She was amazing. She was amazing. Both of them. I get emotional every time, you know, we talk about Celia because she was such a pivotal thing in our lives. Sin quererla ni comerla, you know, it sort of just happened, you know. That's why I w- sometimes we say, there's always a reason for everything, you know. Don't no, care. absolutely. And, and it was amazing. Sí, estábamos pasando trabajo, pero mira, mira donde llamo. And we got to meet Celia, that we built a relationship for 12 years. And, you know, and then later on, as she came to the States, we would, I would try to work on stories to bring Celia in. You know, for like, I don't know, whatever, people in Espanol, right. Latino right. magazine, Luomo Vo. Oh, yeah, yeah, Well, that, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's the most important. That was shot for Luomo Vo. That was shot for Luomo Vo. This, the, yes. the, the cover. The cover of presenting Celia Cruz at Fairchild yes. Tropical Garden was shot for Luomo Vo magazine. You know, in a way that, that we brought her into with Pedro because we photographed Pedro. Exactly. Because he, we dressed oh him up in a Versace uh, black tuxedo. Tales. Tuxedo. Tales. Tales. Oh. So Celia came in. But it was actually a portrait of Pedro wearing a Versace tails <laughs> tuxedo, Which and, and we're like, no, we got Celia here too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and so, we, so we call that picture the bride and groom. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. Right. You know, Alexis had had this dream of having Celia. At, in a Cuban landscape, con palma cubana, right, right. y un maria caracole in her head, on her hair, you know, done, and um, and so that's what happened. We obviously can't go; we couldn't go to Cuba right. with Celia, <laughs> Certain as restrictions, everyone yeah. knows. Uh, so we found a spot where there's uh, these beautiful Cuban palms, Cuban mm-hmm. royal palms, get that Fairchild Tropical Garden. Yeah, and so there, and the thing about that photo is that she is actually singing to oh my us. God. Yeah. And there was no one in that park. Look at the the no, sunset, no, the yeah, light, yeah. everything. All of these, all the stars came together. The most incredible thing is to have Celia sing a cappella oh my God. at Fairchild, <laughs> where her voice was all over. Talk it was about, just about nature. incredible. Y ahí esa foto se llama eh, Guantanamera. Oh, yeah. Porque estaba cantando Guantanamera. It's called Guantanamera. Yo soy de Cuba la voz. And this photo is at the Smithsonian Institution's National Portrait Gallery. As it should be. And we're so proud of that. We as well as you should be. Very very proud of that. <laughs> no, I mean you guys are like y- your work hangs all over the world. I mean like it's the Smithsonian. It's you know the um, 
there's oh, I mean, have a list here of everywhere. The low, the you know, you're even hanging in in museum in Havana, right? Is the Museo Nacional yeah. de, de Bellas Artes? Yes, there's work of ours there. Yes, that's yeah. pretty. And the latest thing, actually, that I don't know, in, in Paris, we're in Paris right now as we speak. There's uh, an exhibition. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. 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 I mean, right? <laughs> well, that should be the name of your next exhibit, quite frankly. But actually, now that you said, I wanted to touch on because you know, you just Guanito Paris. You guys have been all over, uh, all over the world. Um, you know, you mentioned that Celia was kind of what brought you back to like that, your Cuban roots, right? Like, kind mm -hmm. of grounding you a little more in that because you know you had grown up kind of. I don't want to say shunning it, but you know, as a teenager at that time, it, it was, was like not, it was not our. Thing. It wasn't cool it to, to be Cuban, right? right? I think it's fair to say. But I know you guys have your portrait series, Cuba out of Cuba. Mm -hmm. Was that maybe the, was that, that kind of the, the first germ of that idea was her bringing you back to really start to revel in your, in your roots and it grew from there and maybe living abroad? Yes, yeah. 100% that's what happened. Because first, as we were living in London, we really miss Miami, our family. It's mm -hmm. the first time that, you know, we go from Miami, grew up here, and then suddenly we are in, in, in London. And she started bringing that to the point that, at that, from that point on, then we would play her music. We would do jobs for, because we ended up doing really amazing jobs for, you know, uh, British Vogue and Tatler magazine. And we Tatler. would bring her music to the set. And these, eto, ingleses, uh, Europeans were like, Fascinated right. because it wasn't it wasn't yet you know Celia was not as popular as you know, right, within right. you know the international world that she's become such a, a big big icon, uh, and we started exposing people to this music, right. and we started listening to Orgullo, and then oh. that's how we started getting into the music, and then what happened to our parents in Cuba and all that stuff, and then suddenly we're like. Sucked us in, and wherever we go, <laughs> we always come across something that has to do with Cuba. It's the craziest thing. We're everywhere. Thing. It's, it's insane. Yeah, go ahead. Well, no, go ahead. What you Yeah, so she, 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 brought, she was one of those impetus that brought us back, and then we created Cuba out of Cuba. Uh, Again, we had come back from London, and we were with the photographer Bruce Weber, mm -hmm. uh, and he was saying how amazing our trip had gone to Europe, blah blah blah. And he's like, "You know, you should start documenting your community because you know you you're so well, you guys know so so mm -hmm. well that that's that should be something that you should, you know, be a part of." Like own it. Own it. Well, no, I mean, and like, so well, but, but own your story, right? I think there's right. a power in that. Exactly. So we said, yes, and and we started as, and again, it kind of takes us to Emilio Sanchez right now, was yes. that we created a story for Art Antiques magazine about artists that have been here for a while, from the 1940s, 50s, mm -hmm. 60s, to those that had had just come out of Cuba in the late uh, in the nineties, in the nineties. And it sort of photographed, and we got to know more of the art world. And so that was actually the oh, the, that was, the, oh foundation yeah, the foundation for Cuban of right. Cuba was the, the Cuban artist. art world. And we were introduced to the Cuban art world by Julio Blanc, mm -hmm. who was a very very important art historian, um, and he was the one that wrote the text for this this uh, magazine spread for art and antiques called "The Cubans Have Arrived." So okay. it was actually the very first time that we had we were able to combine all these artists mm -hmm. like 
Carmen Herrera, Agustín Fernández, Emilio Sánchez, Guido Ginas, with the ones that had just gotten here, like Tomás Sánchez and mm -hmm. Jose Vedia and Florencio Gelaver, for example. Mm -hmm. So it was really cool because it was an introduction to a world that we really were not that familiar with. Right. And Julio was pivotal with that. And he introduced us to the most important Cuban artists at that time right, that were right. outside the island. So that was the foundation of Cuba Out of Cuba. Hmm. And from there we went on after we met up with Bruce and he said, you know, you guys should keep doing this because I mean, look at these portraits are amazing and you should do more of this. And so we started expanding uh, into artists, uh, aside from artists, sorry, uh, singers and writers and uh, chefs or whatever right. mechanics. We would, mechanics, mechanics all kinds wow. of, so now we have Aliyah. over 100 <laughs> portraits uh, yeah we have over 100 portraits that we've completed and it's been wow. amazing because we've met some really cool people and, and in that series we, we have Gloria and Emilio Olga Guillo and right. Cachao eh, Bebo Valdez eh, oh my gosh eh, there's quite a few I can't remember all of them but it, it gave us the opportunity to really dive into our, our Cuban heritage. And, and so that's how Cuba of Cuba started. And mm. we're still working on it. I mean, we just- Are there any like parameters, week. like maybe, you know, podcasters? I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> well, we first started, when we first started, it was like, you had to be born in Cuba. And oh, then okay. we started saying, we, we Well, then I'm out. Okay, <laughs> pero ahora, you know, the, the whole thing about Cuba and especially in exile is that it's evolved. Right. And so now right. you have Cuban Americans que son tan cubanos como los cubanos que están en la isla. This I is mean, true. Just This because is true. Que nos, porque nosotros no estemos en la isla no quiere decir que somos menos cubanos. Yeah. Nosotros, we're just as Cuban and we're so proud of that. We're very proud of our Cuban roots. It's very, you know, that's never left us. Well, Alexis, Diko, thank you both again for taking the time. I know you guys have a lot of stuff going on, but I really appreciate you coming to our, our little dog and pony show and, and sharing your story with us. All right. Well, well thank you very Thank much. you so much for having us. Oye, pero let me tell you something, Alexis. Okay. we're doing this alone. Isn't somebody else going to meet us? Or are you going to add that on? Somebody else? What? what? <laughs> What yeah. do you mean, somebody else? Yeah, isn't there somebody else? That's gonna well, no, we're we're two, to? we're two, no, pero we're no, two. We're, we're we're two, pero he couldn't here. make it. Oh, he's not. Oh, he's not he here. No, no, no. Like, no, I gotta, but is he gonna be? Prop that <laughs> out. No, wait, wait, Just wait. prop no, all no, that no, out. Sorry, no. What I'm trying to say is, is he gonna join us on the conversation? Oh no, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. That was my question. That's a technical question. Excuse me. That was a technical question that I wanted to ask. If oh, that is that is staying in, by the way. That's great. In the editing department, they're gonna add another voice to our podcast that's all thank you very much well we're, we're sorry we missed you dj oh, but i love it, I love it. <laughs> see that's what i'm talking about people that's what you, you can't you can't fake that you can't fake that kind of just spontaneity okay seriously thank you guys thank you you're welcome thank, thank you, you. bye-bye <laughs> Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michelangelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.